we really need to be thinking about them 10, 20, 30 years from now and like what they're really going to, you know, like what people on their deathbeds say, <laughs> what they, they, they tell us all like, you know, people interview people who are dying all the time and they tell us what ultimately matters looking back. And it's not what we're wearing. It's not, you know, where we are. It's just who we are and how we're showing up for the people that we love in our lives. The responsibility of, of being a photographer is, I think, oftentimes the emphasis is put on like the preparedness and the, mm -hmm. oh, I always car carry two bodies and I got all these, <laughs> you know, it's like all the stuff. And it's like, I know how to shoot in any lighting and I can make it work. And that's wonderful and that's great. But I think the real responsibility is is the ability to show up for a person in the depth of what you're talking about. Help Me See is a podcast that redefines the word vision through vulnerable and real conversations, my own private introspective ramblings about the things that I think about in the wee hours of the morning, and my deep core belief that your nothingness is your everything. And all you have to do is see. I'm Bianca Mora. I'm your host. I am an educator, a photographic artist, and I believe that your daily photo habit can be the key to unlocking the ability to be more present in your everyday life and live deeper into your intention and purpose. We're not about the small talk here. Grab your coffee, get cozy. And let's talk. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Help Me See. Guess what? Today we have a guest on the show. It's not just me. <laughs> Are you so excited to hear a different voice than my own? Um, I'm excited because uh, today we have Carly Mitchell on the show. Um, she calls herself a childhood photographer. Um, and I, so I don't even remember when or how I came across Carly's work, but I just remember from the second I saw it, it was just oozed a level of sincerity and purity and authenticity that drew me in. She had written a blog post and it was a it was about why to have family photo sessions in your home um versus anywhere else any like scenic areas blah 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 but the way she did it was just so full of love and a deep uh kindness a reverence for her intention for what she wanted to create for the person and for what would serve them the highest and best for longer in their life, really. Um, and that type of bravery and dedication and intention really gets my blood flowing, really inspires me. And I immediately wrote her a message after I shared her blog post. It was immediately like, hi, 
Do you want to talk about stuff like this? Basically. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And she graciously accepted. And, <laughs> and we spoke and I asked her all sorts of weird questions and got to know a little bit about her and just love her heart and and her work. So I hope that this episode gives you a little bit of a behind the scenes into a photographer's heart and mind. And I hope to do more of these because I mentioned it in the podcast, but I really feel like it's so easy to quickly glance over a body of work and decipher if the style is relevant to you or not. Um, and yes, it's important. We want to aesthetically enjoy uh, whoever the, the style of work of whoever we're welcoming into our homes or, you know, choosing for any sort of photo documentation. But that is really just one aspect of it. Getting to know the heart and the brain of the human being that you're welcoming into your life, trusting to see your family or yourself or whatever it is so tenderly. Um, it's important to understand the, where that person's coming from and their values and their intent. And um, Carly is someone who I would excitedly welcome into my home to do just that, to document my children and my life. So I hope you enjoy. And, oh, before I head into the show, I am so bad about my letting everyone know what's going on <laughs> with my offerings. My friend was like, oh, did you share it to Instagram about the workshop I just did? I was like, oh, I think I did once. <laughs> so anyway, here I am talking about photo yoga. Photo yoga is a new thing I'm doing. It is just launched. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast on the day it comes out, and it's just launched today um, for the first time. And it's every week, one hour a week. Uh, and it's basically a co-working space for photo editing or any photo related ish esque kind of tasks. Um, I know for me, I love a good multitask and I love being able to work with background noise sometimes. Um, really depends on what the work is, but so this format is very open, relaxed and flexible, unintended meant to loosen up your photo practice. I want to talk about um, editing tips and tricks, but I also don't want to be beholden to talking about that. If we don't want to talk about that, I want people to feel very comfortable um, asking questions and, and sharing things. It really is meant to be an open forum for a uh, photo community to just come together. Uh, I've been thinking about this for some time because every time I'm in a yoga class, I have so like everything the teacher says, I have parallels running in my brain about photo. And I'm like, oh my gosh, there's just, uh, 
so much that I see that is directly related to everything in this. So I've had this idea of photo yoga in my mind for a long time now and really have sat on it for a while, which is my MO. I do that with everything. Um, <laughs> and it's either I sit on it for a while or I just make a decision and then I cut my cut like eight inches off my hair at like 1130 at night. Um, <laughs> I, so I had the thought that, you know what, I think now is the time to do this. And then my phone had went off and I was like, no, Bianca, focus. Do not look at your phone. So I finished what I was doing. And then when I went to go pee, I went to check my phone. Why did I have to mention that part? I don't know. <laughs> really stream of consciousness today. Um, and a, a friend, she's a stylist that I worked with in, uh, in a studio recently, a, a friend and colleague and the whole thing that I love. I had gone over to her home and documented her at work. She's an, a textile artist, um, does beautiful work. And, um, I documented her and her daughter, um, and her work in her home. And I hadn't even I just the day before had a chance to open the shoot because I've been traveling a lot and super um, busy. So it was weird that weeks later, that was when she decided to text me and she like, it was a beautiful thing, you know, but what blew me away. And the reason why I'm telling you this is that she had compared the experience. She said that is something around like, um, it, it really did something about presence. I'm going to butcher it, but, she said the words, it felt transformative, like kind of like a yoga session or something, like a yoga class. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> this month in my membership, synchronicity is the intention and the theme of the month. And so obviously I was like, oh, my God, that's so weird. Um, so anyway, if you are showing up or if you want the link, click, uh, I'll put it in the show notes. You can join me, and I don't know what I'm going to talk about um, in the space today. I might just share my screen and edit and talk about my editing philosophy, or if you give a damn about it, or just talk photo theory. Who knows? But if you want to hang out in that space, kind of like a cafe where you intermittently ask questions or talk to someone and then ignore and just focus on work, then you might want to check it out. I have just recently started dialing into a writing um, co-working thing. It happens like every day uh, for an hour and you dial in and it's writing. So there's really not multitasking with that. So you dial in, they welcome you. And then within five minutes, it's just everyone's silent. And then at the end, you come together and kind of share a little bit if anyone wants to. And um, I'm really shocked at how I went into that with no expectation and no intention. And I don't even know, like, why am I even here? What am I, what am I doing? And valuable stuff started spewing out of me. Like, what is this magic? What is this black magic that's happening? Just because I'm dialed into a call with like a bunch of strangers. (laughs) So anyway, wow, that was a, a, a really long spiel. Um, long story, long, and um, I will now 
let you hear the the words of wisdom from Carly. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Help Me See. Today, I have a very special guest. We have Carly Mitchell on the call today. Carly, how are you? Hi, how are you? Good morning. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so happy to have you here. Um, I wanted to talk about your work and your practice. But before I dive in, do you want to share a little bit about you and your, your spiel? Oh, God, I don't have a spiel. Um, so hi, my name is Carly Mitchell. I am, um, a, I call myself a childhood photography photographer. Um, I photograph children and their people and, um, <laughs> I, uh, and they're animals. I love to include their animals. Uh, <laughs> um, I am currently living in Silicon Valley, bit of a fish out of water <laughs> here. Um, but I, uh, for most of my life and most of my photographic practice has, um, happened in my home state of Colorado. So, um, I've been shooting for, Oh gosh, more than 15 years. I don't know. I, I feel like I hit 15 years and I just stopped counting. Yeah. <laughs> just like, kind of saying my life. 15-ish years. So uh like I seem legit, but also not too old. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm just gonna hang out here in this ambiguous club now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um I uh I photographed weddings for, you know, more than half of my career. Um and, you know, started to feel some physical effects of that with some like, you know, hand arthritis and um, that kind of like seeped into brain burnout. So I, um, I switched over um, to, you know, the, the other side of photographing humans, which is my passion. And, um, and yeah, so now I, I focus on, on kiddos. I love that you call them, you know, and they're humans and they're, um, they're pets because you usually hear it the other way around. What is it about focusing like with the child as the nucleus of sorts, like, you know, calling yourself the childhood photographer, what is it about that that really speaks to you and draws you in? Um, you know, I, I, it, I didn't know for a long time why I was, drawn, um, to kids. I just was, but, you know, in over the past, you know, six, seven years, I've really started to kind of dial into, uh, this notion of photographs of our childhood become like windows into our true selves. And I just think that's so important for everyone to have imagery of a time in life when they, were uninhibited and just completely themselves. And I think that that can be really healing and really empowering as we grow into adulthood. And, you know, photographs are, or are for no one, but our future selves. (laughs) So. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that. I mean, so much here, but like the fact that you said photographs are for no one but yourself. I think that so often we just get so confused about that. And we think for at first it's photographs are for 
others for the documentary, even if it's for our loved ones, mm-hmm. just doing it is for others to see, but really it's first and foremost, it's, it's a visual journal. It is your, it's a very personal, personal thing. It's like, it's funny when you said you think everyone should have that window into their childhood and from a place where they were uninhibited. I mean, I really feel that because I I have a really shitty memory. Like I, I feel like I don't remember a lot and it freaks me out, makes me feel claustrophobic. Mm -hmm. So whenever I'm doing like a wonderful retreat or, or, you know, a guided meditation, they're like, remember as a child, I'm like, I fucking don't remember as a child. I don't. And I'm really um, thankful that my father took so many home videos. And Mm -hmm. um, I remember like during my senior thesis in college, I had gone back and I watched the home videos and I was taking stills like of my, of the VHS videos. Yeah. And um, that was really healing for me because that was at a time where they were, my parents were going through really bad divorce, but like I was in a world where everyone was like happy and it was really sweet. And I was like, wow, this existed once. Mm -hmm, So there was mm -hmm. such an element of healing, but like, I think about if I didn't have that, I don't know how I would be feeling now about what had happened, what had transpired. Do you, did you grow up having a lot of, um, old home videos or photographs, or is this something that you're kind of doing for yourself? Um, certain, not a lot of, not a lot of videos. Um, you know, there's, there's a joke in my family that I don't, I'm the third, the baby of the family. I I don't have any photos of myself until I'm like (laughs) three months old. Like who knows what newborn Carly looked like, you know? Um, and you know, it's not something that even as a photographer, like I will admit that I, I don't, go back that often and, and look at photos of myself. We recently had, uh, uh, a death in the family. And when that happens, you know, that's when the photos come out. And Mm -hmm. so, um, looking at some, some things from the past, like you, you do, you, you look and you're like, Oh, like, that's not how I remembered that. Or, or I don't remember that at all, (laughs) you know? And, you you know, it's interesting what you said about having, you know, proof of a joyful existence despite, in spite of life and the hard stuff that seeps in. I read something very recently that talked about memory and how bad stuff sticks to our brains like Velcro and joy just slips off like, like Teflon. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that, yeah, having, having photographic proof of, of the, of the whole scale of our existence, like not just the joy can, can help us see like the whole, our our whole picture of, of our whole selves. Oh yeah. I, I really truly feel like, uh, our photographic practice is like the secret, like key tip, hack code, whatever it is to like bringing your, your future wise hindsight closer into your now truly if you were engaging in it in a way that is what you're talking about this like well-rounded holistic just way of being and not thinking well who would want to see this picture as you're taking it if you feel that impulse respect the take the fucking picture I mean (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, unless you're shooting film, it's free. Just take the picture. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, okay. Where should, where shall I go here? Because there's so many places to go. I was like sleuthing around your, your website before we dive into, I have just a few things I wanted to touch on, but why, why do you think that this is the man manifestation of your obsession? Like, why do you think that you have landed here in, in this very specific niche? Because everything about like the words you put out, what you post, the photographs you take is just like steeped in this intentionality. And it all feels so, I guess just, there's just a pureness in your intent. Oh, that's very, I mean, it's, it, there, it's just like dripping from it. Like, where did that come from? Do you think? And, and more importantly, (laughs) how do you hold on to that throughout your work? Because I feel like to be an intentional photographer requires, um, it's like, a, a I want I'm going to say like an extra bravery and an extra, it's, it's about being kind over being nice. Like it's about like that blog mm-hmm. entry you said, like if someone wants to shoot in a field <laughs> and you're like, sure, I'll shoot wherever I don't care, but why? Mm-hmm. Why not home? Like to be the th- the person that's looking out for like the deeper possibilities and meaning and to serve in the highest way possible rather than to satisfy just the current urge. Yeah. Um, well, I, I hope I can answer your question. I, I don't know if I have the full answer to your question as to why, but, um, a couple things, I mean, I very much view my photographic practice. Um, I think I approach it differently because I'm not a mother. Um, and I, and I don't have this sort of, uh, window into family life from that angle that, that most of my peers do. And so I, I see a lot of focus on that relationship, on that person, on that relationship. And I, and I kind of, sometimes I'm kind of like, wait, what about the, what about, <laughs> what about the kids? <laughs> um, and, and I think focusing on kids and, 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 you know, encouraging them to be their uninhibited selves through my work is, is very healing to me and my inner child, like witnessing others practice that like, regardless of their age is, is very inspiring to me. Um, and I think I also, I, I don't know where it comes from, but I just like, I have like a very sensitive bullshit radar <laughs> and I just like, I don't, I don't, I don't like doing things because they're trendy. I don't like, I really, in fact, I probably like swing the pendulum me perhaps too far the other way in like, oh, everybody's doing that. I'm not going to do that. Um, and, and yeah, I just, I see a lot of overemphasis on the wrong things in, or, or my, what my opinion of the wrong things is in family photography. And, you know, like, I think that people spend money 
on photography. And I think that the the goal of photography shouldn't be to make, make the people, our clients feel great and fabulous. Like in the moment, we really need to be thinking about them 10, 20, 30 years from now. And like what they're really going to, you know, like what people on their deathbeds say, <laughs> what that they, they tell us all like, you know, people interview people who are dying all the time and they tell us what, you know, what ultimately matters looking back. And, um, and it's not what we're wearing. It's not, you know, where we are. It's, it's just like who, who we are and how we're showing up for the people that we love in our lives. And I think that that is the most worth documentation, um, for the money because you're spending money on it. Uh, the the responsibility of of being a photographer is i think um oftentimes the emphasis is put on like the preparedness and the mm-hmm. oh i always car- carry two bodies and i got all these <laughs> you know it's like all the stuff and it's like yeah. i know how to shoot in any lighting and i can make it work and that's wonderful and that's great but i think the real responsibility is is the ability to show up for a person in the depth of what you're talking about in a, like, you know, it's a conversation. It's not just here, I'm going to show you how to pose. And it's like, to me, of course, there's always gray areas like a feminist session and someone wants extra guidance and they're not feeling comfortable. Like, you know, depending on who you are, like you can really feel an ebb and flow with the person you're with, but there's something to be said about um, being a stand, being like an anchor for, for wanting to make sure this person, whether it's like literally or just subliminally subconsciously feels like, no, you are enough to me. You are enough. You do not need to be, you know, let me show you how, how this is because it's really hard to see. Like you can't, yeah. you can't see the tip of your nose on your face. So, <laughs> yeah. so I think that there's so much power in like being a stand for someone and being brave enough to be like, not a yes person and just be like, I'm going to push up against like what your initial ask is because I feel in my gut, like you're coming to me for my artistry. And part of that in my soul is I believe that this would serve you further in the future. Mm -hmm. Um, has, has that been well-received for you for the most part? I mean, no, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I would say that even, even, you know, some of my dearest long time clients like hear what I have to say, read what I have to say and, and sort of nod along, but then like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're going to do it this way for us. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I get ghosted a lot. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh Oh, God. Yeah. No. I mean, I, it's lonely out here. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, when I get the email of like, well, how many poses will we do and how many outfit changes? And I'm like, and I don't like even scoff at it. I'm like, I'm of course, like there's a reason why people have like this expectation. But when I, you know, write back what I write back about what it is I'm here to do. And they're probably like, whoa. 
never mind. (laughs) I mean, really, it's funny because um, I find that I can, my sessions are usually around two hours and Mm -hmm. I leave those sessions like, I mean, I'm like, feel like I'm high on something, but if I'm ever, which I mean, never now, but like if I was ever in a situation where it wasn't, didn't feel like exactly true to me, it could be 30 minutes and I'd be like clawing my way. I like, I can't like it drains in a way that I can't even describe. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm almost, I'm almost physically unable to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a poker face. Yeah. Yeah. So it's funny because, and I'm going to ask you this question and, uh, hopefully it's not too weird, but this is something like, this is, I will say the paramount struggle for me in my life. So I'm curious if you relate. So I have this thing where when I'm in a session, it feels like, and this might sound like so like stupid and ignorant or whatever, but I really do feel like I almost have like the answers to the universe. I feel like I am just like, everything I see is like, like, I just see so many things happening in like 47 layers. And it's just like bionic vision. And I feel like everything's perfect. And it doesn't matter if everything goes wrong because it's all perfect. And, and I really believe it like Brady Bunch, believe it. Yeah. And then I put my camera down and I'm in my life and I'm like, where'd all that go? Where did all that go? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I say that I am the best version of myself with my camera in hand. Why um, is that? I don't, I don't know. It's a, that's a really good question. I don't know. Um, I definitely, like, I have just so much, um, just this swell of, of love and compassion for the people in front of my camera, whereas I am normal. And like, if somebody cuts me off in a parking lot, I'm like, Fuck you, <laughs> no. but if that same, if I was photographing that same person, like they would be the best person in the world. <laughs> oh my God. It's so funny that you see it like that because I was just texting with a friend and she was telling me about how, um, she was having a conversation with someone and about how, um, they can't create unless they feel love or, or present or something like that. And I'm like, Oh, that's funny. Because for me, I feel like when I'm creating, like when I'm having a photo session, like that is my way to like yes. love and to presence. Like it really becomes like my portal for that. Yeah. Um, and I just don't, I really just don't understand. Like I can channel that. Like I can see that I still see moments in my life, but it doesn't feel like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know. I don't know if you, just, for me. <laughs> if you just call it. I don't know if that's just like the definition of flow or, um, yeah, I don't know what it is, but, but it's, it's magic and it is absolutely what returns me to mm-hmm. photography in spite of the rest of the hardships. And the, and there's a lot, there's, there's a lot um, it's hard to be a photographer. Do feel like though, like, tell me if you disagree. I do feel like, even though I, it truly does feel like 
unsustainable and un- unattainable really to be in that state all the time. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like that's the real thing though. Like, I feel like that's getting it right. Like, I feel like that's not like, Oh, my la la land getting carried away. And then here's real life. I feel like that's really real life. Like that's, that's, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, 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 I think it's all, I think it's all of it. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I actually think it would kind of be annoying to be in that state all of the time. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it would be, and it would be exhausting, you know, that, exhausting. that level of, uh, it's, it's an emotional, it's like a, this emotional, uh, it's a, emotional intel- intelligence and it's emotion like in action. Yes. Um, and it's, uh. It can, that, that's exhausting. And that's sort of why I structure my, uh, business as I do. Like I, I can't do, I can't do many sessions. I can't, I can't, you know, price myself to where I am booked seven sessions in a weekend because it's, it's just, it's so much. Like, I, I feel like I am giving so much of myself to those people that it just like, it, it chips, <laughs> it chips away at, at me. And, um, okay. I've just, I've just learned that I, I have to take care of myself or, you know, I have to take care of myself for myself. And I also have to take care of myself for my clients, because if I like, if, if I'm not doing well, like I'm not going to give them what they are expecting of me. So Yeah. It's, it's really, it's beautiful because it's like this like full circle thing. It's like very holistic from like, from every vantage point. It's like in my life, like I need to be doing the things to ensure that I can show up fully for you. And when I'm showing up fully for you, I'm really showing up fully from you, like from like questioning, like where you want this and like how you want this to be and the whole thing. So it's like very, very aligned. Yeah. Yeah. I try. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I, I mean, certain like I try and fail all like all of the time. Um, and, and it's been a lot of trial and error. Uh, and I'm still, I'm still in a position of, of trial and error. Um, it's, 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 it's a constantly, I'm changing. My client base is changing. The industry changes, you know, it's just, it's, it's never settling into one thing. I feel like for me, the, even though it's like a struggle and it can be exhausting and painful, uh, the contrast, I need it. Like I need the contrast of like, because especially when, when I'm in that like phenomenon where like everything's perfect and it's all fine. Even if the worst thing happens, like I'm, I'm here. Um, when, when I bump up against something that I realize like, oh, I don't agree like, no, like hard. No, like yeah. that is the most clarifying thing that can happen because so often it's always like, oh, everyone lived their life and like, it's all good. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's in those moments where like, oh, wait a minute, like this does not feel good for me. Those are the moments where I'm able to like, okay, calibrate and like reorient my, myself and like my principles that I'm, you know, internally registering. Yeah. Um, have you had any, any moments like that, that have informed the way that you shoot, or is it just kind of like a case by case? Um, 
I mean, yeah, I mean, I often, I'm, I'm often trying to evaluate if I am rejecting a certain thing because that's just my nature of, you know, contrarianism or, or if there is actually something there. Um, so yeah, I am constantly examining my own opinions and, and hard lines and, I, you know, and for, for, for so much of, of my career, like I've done every single thing that I'm sitting here. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Against, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's just, and that's just, you know, evolution as a human being, as an artist, um, taking what you've learned and applying it in, in different ways. It's just growth. Like I don't, I'm not sorry for how I've done things, uh, in the past, I just am constantly trying to think about how to do it better. Totally. Yeah. I mean, and how would you even be able to formulate an opinion if you hadn't engaged? Yes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, is it something, yeah. it's funny you bring that up or that you mentioned it in that way, because that's something that I've like in recent years, I'm like, oh my gosh, I just feel like I've, there's so much evolution and like more recently, I feel like so quickly that it made me hesitate to like, I don't even know if I want to say anything. Cause I'm like, I'm changing so quickly right now. Like, I don't know, I don't yes. Outdate myself tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. And, and, and the Bianca and Carly five years from now might look back on this conversation and be like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Like, oh, they thought they knew so much. You <laughs> foolish fools. <laughs> I think that that's even more powerful. Like talk about like bravery and intent. Like it's like, you know, right now this is my truth and this is what I'm here and I'm willing to like talk about it. And then like, if I change my mind, I fucking change my mind. Like, and <laughs> And you'll have a reference point. (laughs) Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Um, Anything. I don't know. Is there anything that's like pressing anything that's been recent for you that, that you just feel like talking about? I just love how, um, how naturally and how authentically your Instagram and like how you post and how you write is just so true to you and is there something that is on top for you like in these in this season um gosh I don't know I think I really am very dialed into this notion of authenticity and really like clearly defining what different genres and types of photography are um I feel like so long now and I don't as long I I think as long as I've been doing this there has been this very fuzzy line between like what is portraiture which I sort of define as like presentation and like what is memory like what what are like what are actual memories (laughs) versus to like what we're like putting out into the world as to, you know, our, like our best foot forward type of things. And there's just been a lot of blurring of those lines. And I think that that, that blur sort of, um, kind of falls into the realm of, you know, like lifestyle (laughs) photography. Um, and I think that that has been 
largely okay for now. Uh, I don't know, but it, in in recent years, I w- with like this acceleration of of technologies that that blur the line between what's real and what's fake and you know just just generally as a human being it's very hard to know what is true and what is not true (laughs) um I just I just I feel more and more passionate about very clearly defining is this real or like was this like staged and like directed and um edited because i think as the, the the further we get into this world of i don't know like deep fakes and ai and and all of that i think we're going to be doing ourselves and our children a deep disservice to to not know the difference and i think knowing knowing our actual personal truths is so important for establishing self-confidence and just an accurate idea of of who we are and where we come from and where we can launch off from so I think that's a responsibility that we as family photographers should should take very seriously so then so it's with the onset of AI and all that's, you know, on the edge here. Mm-hmm. So are you saying that it it makes you want to like f- plant yourself a little bit more firmly in documentary with like, without that blur of like staged and documentary? Yeah. 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 yeah it's funny. There's, you know, I've heard some podcasts recently about like talking about AI and photo and I just, it's freaky and I think as with anything, it can go many different ways, but I just don't feel, I think that the people that are coming to photography for the reason that for the, the reason they're coming to photography, it's for the experience it's for, you know, I just don't, it's scary it, for many reasons, but I'm not scared of it for the reason of like, you know, take, like, I've heard a lot about like, jobs being at stake but I'm like I I think that the people that are coming to photographers for like the real documentation of their lives it's not going to impact that you know because there's nothing that can fill fulfill a person coming and like sitting with you and like seeing you and like playing with your kids while they're taking photos and because then what's the point what's the point of that I hope not (laughs) a little drone coming and like taking aerial (laughs) shots of your children playing in the backyard so creepy (laughs) yeah yeah oh my gosh well carly thank you so much for coming and sharing your heart and just all about the intention and the look kind of be behind um just the person taking the pictures because i feel like normalizing the depth of the conversation that happens like it is important. I think oftentimes the style is front and center and Mm -hmm. the style can be, um, can kind of just like 
be reductive, right? I feel like you can generalize people. Oh, this person shoots dark and moody. I don't know why I hate the term so much. I don't know. I hate it so much. Just like, oh, or, or light and airy or whatever. And um, really the heart behind any image, regardless of the treatment is going to heavily, it's going to be the reason you get the photos you get. So um, I hope that, I hope that people can hear this and kind of understand that more and and learn more about the photographer that they're choosing to welcome into their home um, and their vision um, rather than just seeing the colors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Thank you so much for inviting me. Um, this is uh, terrifying, but it was really fun. <laughs> I hope it wasn't terrifying. I mean, what was terrifying is I'll I let Carly know before we I hit record, but my two-year-old dumped out my entire drink on my keyboard. So for half an hour before our call, it was like upside down. Oh my God, please. Um, Carly, how can people find you? Oh, sure. Um, so I, my website is, um, carlymitchellphotography.com uh carly (laughs) c-a-r-l-y uh mitchell with two l's and um instagram i'm at carly mitchell photo awesome i will put those links in the show notes and once again thank you so much carly i'm gonna call thank you so much bianca this was so fun If you enjoyed this episode and want to get in on actual conversations with me, join the Help Me See podcast private Facebook group. Every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern time, I'll be hopping on live for Q&A on the latest episode and for free consulting if you need a bit of help thinking about ways to save your memories. Did you get something out of this episode? I really, really, really hope you did. And I would love to hear from you. I'm on a mission to empower you to feel peace knowing that you are not missing your life. One of the best ways that you can support me is leaving a review. And honestly, I'd rather hear about the memory you saved because of this podcast rather than any kind of accolade. Tell me how this podcast has impacted you. And one, I'll probably cry. (laughs) And two, I'd love to give you a shout out on the show. Take a minute and head out to the link in the bio to write a review now on the podcast.